one of them has the ball, the other is running towards it, and I hear the words oop it. <laughs> he, he said, oop it, oop it to me. I said, no. I, I said, hey, good game. Will you guard him or no? Not after that. Not, not after I hear, hear the word oop it. I'm not trying to get put hear oop it, I'm, in the I'm, I'm immediately stopping and I'm walking off the court. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'll make it fair. We're racing to TV2. I'll just walk off the yeah, court. Welcome back to episode 20 of the Harvesters Podcast, and that's number 20, like... The GOAT, Darren McFadden. <laughs> <laughs> that threw me off. But this, uh, it's a great episode this week. We talk about the uh, NCAA Championship today. We talk about the Raiders. We talk about John Morant. We talk about the coaching carousel that's going on with the Dolphins, Dave Gettleman. A lot of cool stuff going on. And we also got a lot of stuff coming out this week. We got some coming out Wednesday. It's really spicy, and y'all will love it a lot. So, mm-hmm. anything else Yeah, you thought the regular season was good? Hey, just wait till just wait, just man. wait for playoffs. We just got wait for playoffs, man. And don't forget, it's basketball season. That's true. I think it's also hockey season. It's Let's, also hockey season. Baseball maybe, season's got to be coming maybe up. Maybe we talk about hockey season in this one. <laughs> maybe there will be a baseball season. This got right. Maybe there has to be right. <laughs> <laughs> they wouldn't cancel another baseball season, would they? They would again, would they? <laughs> <laughs> they wouldn't. Do, they've got to figure it out soon, right? <laughs> hey, this got to figure it out soon, right? They can't be the whole time. All right, let's talk. Right, well, let's, let's talk, boy. It's like when uh, when you're playing with like a little kid, like your uh-huh. little cousin or something, and they want to play Xbox with you, and you're like, "Oh, use this controller." Oh, it's not and plugged they, in. They play, but it's not actually plugged in. That's, that's what gonna, that's gonna do to me on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, like, once I unplug it, I'm just gonna go. Hug yeah, it. no, that was a really good take. Say it again. I'm like, unplug it. <laughs> yeah, but we were talking on the podcast that you might be like Loki schizophrenic, but yeah, LeBron's on today, and I have to sit here and pretend while you like fake talk to LeBron for like an hour. <laughs> no, I'm just start just bring imaginary friends onto the podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> My imaginary friend in. When I was younger, his name was Going Down. How does it make you feel? Wait, what? That was his name, Going Down. I and it was you, probably Heat. You had an imaginary friend. Yeah, when I was really young, last week. <laughs> <laughs> I was really like back in high school. Yeah, back in high school. Was, yeah, I def- I definitely never had an imaginary friend. I never believed in Santa either. Even when I was a little kid, I never. Oh, your parents were like that. They just went crazy on you. No, they didn't. I they told me about Santa or like, oh, it, like they tried. Yeah, I just I just said like, like father. I said I, I said actually, yeah. there's no way that that's possible. No, actually, father, I have caught you coming down the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> actually, you bring us the presents. It's always controversial because there's the kids that like, like my uh, family, like my family friends. Their kids are like, no, Santa's real, but our parents bring us the presents. I'm like, then why is Santa real? <laughs> <laughs> you know, does that make sense? Like, well, our parents bring us presents, but Santa is real. I'm like, what does Santa do then? He just comes in the house, just be living. What, yeah, you're like, come to think of it, all the presents are already there, like, <laughs> yeah, <right? laughs> coming up until uh, Christmas. But. Yeah, but we, we used to think where it was like, Santa would give, like, the family would give us presents, and then, like, on actual Christmas morning, we would wake up and there'd be, like, a present from Santa, like, a toy for all of us. Mm-hmm. That's what we used to do. And hey, it's kind of heat, I'm not going to lie. I was teasing a little bit. I, do I sound like a. Imagine the, I break my hand and I lose my voice in one week of being here. Yeah, it, no, it's 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 a good start. Yeah, I broke my hand scoring up with the boys. I should I legit told a kid though while we were uh, I went to the game yesterday and I told a kid I said this happens when you don't eat your vegetables. <laughs> or no, you're at you're at the Raiders Chargers game. You're like. I'd be in there right now if it wasn't yeah, if it like, wasn't for the, oh, the injury. I'd be yeah. in there right now. <laughs> like, what's your name? I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, like you want to find me in the roster right now? I'm on the injury. I'm on the injury report. <laughs> you look at Max Crosby. You're like, you know, he wouldn't be in there if I was healthy. <laughs> I, I was supposed to play, but they brought him yeah, in. The, the, yeah, man. Dude, that reminds me when uh, during Hard Knocks when he broke his hand. Uh, remembering that mm-hmm. now, I'm like, I want to go back and watch that season of Hard Knocks, but it was low key heat. That draft class was perfect for us. Yeah, no. That, and then the AB thing too. No, you should have known when when in Hard Knocks that was his rookie year, right? Yeah, his rookie year. That Max was playing through like a broken hand in preseason. Oh, yeah. That's when you should have known. Oh, like, this dude's he, a dog. He, he, might, he might do some stuff <laughs> in the NFL. That's kind of crazy. <laughs> when really he just like, puts a club over it and says, "All right, oh, let's get it." That's like old school Raiders though. They just putting the club on and just going mm-hmm. there. I remember watching all the old videos and it's like back in the day we would club them in the eye, we like poke <laughs> their eye, and then in the dog pile, I'm like, "All right, I, sick." I, if you wrap it up just right, it could actually be like not only a drawback but it could help. No, oh, yeah. <laughs> I could get that ball out. Yeah, because you, you can just stick that in there if you've got a solid cast on it. Oh, yeah. That's this little bunk and just pop us right out. I think yeah, nowadays. Yeah, just right on someone's head. <laughs> just go just straight concussion machine. Just bunk. Imagine them doing that to our boy DC8. <laughs> just walk up doing it. It's just, just a tomahawk chop in the back <laughs> of the head. <laughs> just puts him right to sleep. All right. Well, 
I think we can talk about the Raiders in a little bit, but I got some beef with the Giants, okay? You know, I lived in New York half my life, but I got some beef with our boy Dave Gettleman, who, thank the heavens, is finally stepping down. I'm pretty sure he said he's stepping down, not immediately, right? I think uh, he said something I'm not about sure. I, th- I thought he might be sticking around. For yeah, I've heard some people say he's sticking around until after the draft, which is very controversial. Like, he's like, I'm going to quit, but I'm going to mess you guys up first. <laughs> yeah. Which is really insane. But he... I, I hope that's not true, because that feels really weird for oh, you. Oh, yeah. You draft and then leave. <laughs> oh, you yeah. already know you're leaving. Would that be worse, though, if he didn't say anything, immediately drafted the next season, like, I'm retiring, like it was that bad? Yeah, but what if he drafts just like the craziest draft picks of all like he drafts like the next tom brady in the yeah. sixth round and mm-hmm. then just leaves and just oh, yeah. mike drop he just drops some crazy oh, draft picks and oh that being he just drops some heat and it's like peace out guys and then it, li- it would leave his like his uh his, his giants legacy yeah a, a little bit in the clear mm-hmm. not and you know that far deep into it but this is a rocky road for our boy dave let me just tell y'all his legacy is probably going to be I think there's probably going to be trading Odell. I think that's going to be one of the biggest things that people remember him for. Is that like the whole situation with him being like, we drafted Odell not to trade him. And then like two days later, they trade him away. And then that same offseason, we get hit with, uh, I think we got like a right guard for him. And we just let that right guard walk this last season. So that was pretty lit. And then we have Landon Collins, who looking like he was going to be one of the best safeties in the league. We let him walk to a division rival, and now he hates the Giants every time he plays us. He's like, it's a revenge game. I'm like, thank you. That's so cool. Like, it just seems like a lot more harm than good came into his time as a Giant. I Yeah, I also think that, I mean, obviously everybody's going to remember the, 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 the recent yeah. stuff, especially, mm-hmm. is what sticks in your head. And, like, the recent stuff is, like... The Giants that got yeah. four wins on the season mm-hmm. and QBs did, did QB sneaks on <laughs> yeah. uh, third and ten. Yeah, third and ten. Yeah, to get more room for the punter. That's so wild, dude. That's so dumb. <laughs> That's got to be one of the craziest plays of the season. Is it oh, being yeah. third and ten and being like, all right, QB sneak, let's the, get it. The only thing that I can wrap my head around is that Joe Judge was originally a special teams coach. So that was the only reason I can be like, he, okay, he actually believed that he need. He so he was he, really focused on yeah, getting more room punt. for the punter. Like that's, but that's still like even if you're doing that. Can you so, hand it off up the middle? Just run the ball. I, I'd rather hand it you off have, up the middle. Yeah, you have Saquon Barkley, right? It's kind of weird. Yeah, it, it makes no sense. And they tried the same formation the previous play and got one yard. So it was pretty yeah, low. And they do like two QB sneaks Yeah, in two a row. back to back. Yeah. It's, the Giants have been sketchy. Yeah, that means on second down, they were already just saying. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it was second down, they're like, all right, let's get room to punt. Well, they were getting blown out too. So like in my mind, I'm like, oh, they're making room to punt because they don't want anything bad to happen. I'm like, dude, just throw it. If they get a pick six or something happens, it's too late already. You know what I'm saying? Like, what's the point? We're not fighting for a playoff spot here. That's one of the one of those types of passes where you're like, oh, at least it was deep. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> well, yeah, one of those interceptions. I love those. Like, yeah. oh, it's basically a punt. Those, those ones hurt my heart so much. I'm like, dude, guys, it was a punt. It was a punt. I'm like, dang, bro, all right, <laughs> like, sure, bro. I know it was better. It was better. I'm like, we're saying his arm can get farther than the leg can. All right, cool, cool, cool. We didn't need that down. Yeah, but so, so the other first round picks he had, we had Daniel Jones, we have Kadarius Tony's in the rat, uh, latest one, we have Dexter Lawrence, and we have DeAndre Baker. DeAndre Baker not on the team anymore. Daniel Jones looks like maybe he, like he shows some light of being good, but also I think it leads Lee in fumbles, which is controversial. Which people say is it a blessing or is it a curse? But say he doesn't feel the pressure, so he's just standing there cheesing the ball. Nothing, you know what I'm saying? I, what's coming at him? Okay, that's an interesting take. <laughs> <laughs> like, he'll stay in the pocket. He doesn't feel the pressure, and then, but it's a fumble every time. To be like, oh, well, at least he doesn't have awareness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, oh, at least you can't see him coming. I'm like, cool, cool. That's <laughs> true. Good. I mean, you'll never, you'll never feel the pr- feel the pressure if you just like, yeah, if you don't know it's there. Yeah, if you don't know it's there. Next thing you know, <laughs> and then he gets up and he does a little like smile, walks out the field, and like he's like okay he's like a little dog i'm like okay also i've got to believe that that's a thing and i mean i know that's been something that people have criticized him uh daniel jones for for a couple years now but i've got to believe that that's something that you can work on like that feels like something you can work on is fumbles oh for sure like just i mean there's drills you can do yeah I mean, just turn into Teddy Two Gloves, maybe. If yeah, it comes right? down to it, just yeah. gripping the ball. That's a gotta better, be. But. That's for sure. Gotta be something you can you can work on. I get maybe like, like it's gonna be his third year in the league, like this next year. I get maybe he's still like young, but I feel like that's a very crippling problem to have fumbling. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, especially if you're not putting up that much productivity on the other side, right? If you're not really doing that much and you're fumbling, it's kind of like there's a lot of. Like that con is pretty big. 
Yeah, well, and that's why I think it'll be interesting to see because I don't, I wouldn't imagine the Giants go away from Daniel Jones anytime soon. Yeah, and I think they. I mean, I think I don't think they should. At least I think they should I, build yeah. up some weapons around him and see mm-hmm. what you can do because he. I mean, he has shown a lot of a lot yeah. of promise and a lot of talent. His so. athletic ability is insane. Yeah, I mean, even he. You don't look at him and think like, oh, he's basically Lamar Jackson, but yeah, but he is mobile. So. Yeah, and he like last year. Remember, he had that game where he was faster than Lamar Jackson. I'm just. Uh, Derek too. Derek was, remember Derek this season was one of the fastest players in the field. Remember that on his one run. Yeah, well, and Daniel Jones did have that one really long one that he broke oh, yeah. for a touchdown. Oh wait, did he break for <laughs> oh, no, a touchdown? No, he tripped the native. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> that, that one hurt my heart. And Pat Mahomes flamed him for no reason yesterday or two days ago. Oh yeah, when they're was it Pat Mahomes that was saying that? Yeah, he, he was like, "There's no shot at Daniel Jones." I'm like, "Okay, <laughs> thank you." <laughs> If someone says that's not a shot at you, is that for sure a shot at you? Oh yeah, say no offense. No offense. No offense is the worst. No, if anybody ever starts a sentence with no offense, but then it's (laughs) definitely something offensive. No offense, but I'm like, here we go. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, as soon as that happens, like, oh, this is about to hurt my heart, low key. Yeah. Also, you're talking about hard knocks earlier. That I was wondering because right now is hard knock season following the Colts. Oh yeah. Which for a while there was like, oh okay, the Colts are coming together. Uh The season finale is going to be rough. Oh, yeah. Did you see... Dude, did you see what Jamal Agnew tweeted about about that? Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> somebody, somebody said uh, like he, something about the the finale of the Colts was yeah, going to be... Jamal Agnew tweeted like, the yeah, this finale is going to be sad for y'all. Yeah, and and he, then the guy tweeted like, it's the highlight of your season. Right? Like this guy said, that's the highlight of your season beating us. And the guy said, your Snapchat... Yeah, <laughs> your yeah, Snapchat's yeah, in, your, in your bio. You get no girls. I get where the anger's coming from. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the dude did not respond after that, bro. He I just, couldn't either. He just got personal. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't expect a lot of these guys don't expect the NFL players to respond like that, you know? No, if you're just some random guy, <laughs> yeah, you're just shooting your shot. There's no way you expect some dude to say you get no chicks. Oh, yeah, if, if I'm tweeting out something about like, wow, the the final episode of Hard Knocks has got to be crazy. I'm yeah. not expecting to get flamed for not getting girls. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, bro, this, uh, yeah, no, you guys suck. Like, that's the highlight of your season. Well, you get no chicks. Uh, facts, bro. <laughs> and, dude, his boys are going to hold that on him for the rest of his life now. You're always going to be known as the dude who got flamed for having no girls. Oh, yeah, just getting caught in the crossfire. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Jamal Agnew, too. I didn't know Jamal uh, Agnew was like that. I don't know where. <laughs> I guess he's got KD tendencies or something. <laughs> Don't say KD tendencies. That's where you get. But that's, I mean, that's a, that's a rough way to end the end hard knocks. I mean, oh yeah, right. Yeah, honestly, it's probably it's probably a sick way to end it, but yeah. really sad way to end. Oh, it. because they they were in the playoffs for so long, and they had this like great story of Jonathan Taylor and stuff, and they just need to win. I think one out of the two games, and they lost both. Yeah, well, that's got to be hard to be Jonathan Taylor. I would think. Oh yeah, because it's. I mean, that's just a bummer to end up in mm-hmm. a. You're like. What more do you want from me? Yeah, you're, when you're so close and you're doing like he's doing one of the best seasons a running back can do. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's yeah, exactly. That season's running backs strive for, and the, and the fact that like, that's not enough and is then insane. Coming down to not making the playoffs after all that. Yeah, rough. and like people thought, like people thought the Titans once they lost Derrick Henry was going to be over, and they still found a way to make it work. And now the Colts, like they couldn't find a, like, two more games, they couldn't make it work mm-hmm. just to secure that spot. Hey, but. One of those L's was to the Raiders, so they had to eat that low-key. <laughs> it's funny to me because, like, I think we were all rooting for the Jags because there's a scenario where the Raiders could get in before our game, right? My, like, we could get in the playoffs before the game started if the Jags won, if the Ravens won. So, the, But the Raiders won anyway, so they're in. So the Jags beat the Colts for no reason, too. It's so funny to me. The Jags just beat them just to beat them. Well, I mean, that's what got the Steelers in. The, oh, yeah. The, the, oh, Steelers, yeah, yeah. the Steelers got in because the Jags beat the Colts. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's what I was like. That would be so anticlimactic if the if the Steelers ended up losing to the Ravens. Yeah. Then it was like the NFL had been hyping up this Raiders Chargers game, oh, moving yeah. it to prime time, like yeah. hyping up, making mm-hmm. it this big thing. And then if it ended up just like, oh, yeah. Not, not mattering. <laughs> it was, I drove four hours to go see him, like see my uncle play. And if I got there and like he wasn't playing, Hunter was where all these guys weren't playing, I'd be like, okay, well. <laughs> I guess I'm just watching, just like, it's still like, it's going to be fun, you know what I'm saying, but it's not the same. I thought I was going to go there for this big, like, winning your end game, but instead you're going there to watch, like, the backups play and stuff. I'm like, all right, that's fine. Yeah, no, that, I mean, instead what you had is, like, one of the best matchups, probably, oh, yeah. probably one of the best games in NFL that history, was the, to be honest. Oh, that was the best finale of all time. They had, I think, four or five straight fourth, like, fourth down completions at the end of the game, mm-hmm. and that was wild. 
Like, especially the one, like, the fourth and 20 uh, for the touchdown for them. Like, that one stressed me out. Like, I'm like, I'm like, oh, there's no way they get the first down. And I had nothing. They were about to score a touchdown right here, like, to tie the game up and take it to OT. And I know all those Steelers fans stressing when we were tied up. With the, with the Steelers, like, as, especially as Raider fans, like, we really – I'm about to be the biggest Steeler fan this next week. Like praying that they take no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I forgot we're not talking. Not talking about the playoff predictions. I, was, I I could I don't know. I mean, playing the Chiefs. Yeah, but also I just can't bring myself to root for the Steelers. Really, yeah, that's like right. part of me. Like I thought the whole idea of the Raiders tying was mm-hmm. like super stupid. Like yeah, like mm-hmm. why would we ever do that? But the only thing that made it a little tempting for me <laughs> was, was like, in? if it just kept the Steelers out after they, got, <laughs> oh, yeah. they got out. Well, I, so I was at the game and you were, you were saying that people had a lot of problems with the announcers this game. Like they just would not stop talking. Well, I don't know if people did, but I did. <laughs> it was, I was just trying to watch the game from the time mm-hmm. it started. All anybody's talking about is what if they tie? What if they tie? Like yeah. every, anytime the score is close, what if they tie? I'm like, Let's just watch the game. Yeah, Somebody's going to win. The game. Yeah, please. I mean, it ended up being a little close to a tie, but I was like, I'm not focused on Pittsburgh right now. I don't yeah. really care what happens to them that, that much. Yeah, I, I get like that game had some implications for other teams, but still like, can we just focus on this Sunday night primetime game? You know what I'm saying? Because it was, it was one of the best games ever. Like, I don't, we don't need to talk about the Steelers right now. This is one of the best games ever watched. Yeah, well, and also it's... I don't know. I mean, I get that people are like, oh, this is like a crazy situation or mm-hmm. a crazy scenario that could happen. But also, I don't, I mean, I get wanting to root for like something crazy to happen. Yeah. But also, like, I wouldn't want to root for the final game of the NFL season to end in a tie. Feels like yeah, that would no, just be yeah. like, this, I mean, that's just kind of a bummer to end that way. No, this is the best game we could have asked for, I think. It, it's It was one of the best games like, like we could ever ask for. And like, it, Instead of getting this, like people really wanted us to like knee. I know we, we couldn't know it was gonna be a great game, but instead people wanted us to knee it out. Would have been so depressing. Well, I saw some people that since the game was so, uh, since the game was so close, some people on Twitter. I mean, not anybody, not anybody with an opinion that matters that much, <laughs> but but pe- people with opinions that don't matter, saying like, mm-hmm. oh, this game was rigged, or like, oh, this is clearly yes. rigged. Which I was like, but like, no way. <laughs> I was, if if they rigged that, then no, they're the goats. Yeah, we've talked about this. Heck of a job, Goodell. We've like, talked about yes, we've talked about if the NFL actually rigs games, like they're better than any Hollywood movie. Like these guys are the greatest of all time. Yeah, I mean, if they could figure out a way to yeah, right. <laughs> we, yeah, we've be... asked we've asked my dad before. Like, are the games rigged? He's like, what contract would they've had to give me to rig these seventy six sacks a season? <laughs> Which is facts. Like, so what? Uh, like, what contract would Shazier get? Like, they're gonna imagine coming to me like you're gonna you're gonna be paralyzed. Like yeah, in mean, the script, this is what you're gonna get. He's like, all right. Yeah. Well, also, yeah. I don't know. I mean, just on so many different levels, yeah. that takes more skill and execution from the players to follow through. To, oh, like, just play. To yes. <laughs> just play, and you'll get these awesome scenarios. Like yesterday, you don't need to script it out. Yeah, I'm thinking about like games where like the ball gets like bounced up and like ends up oh, in somebody yeah. else's hands. Like, if you can write that into a if script, you can write that in, <laughs> but do it. Like the script of my eyes would be so many Daredevil dog moments from saying it's like. You know, little little one-liners and oh. stuff. He'd be like, "Here it comes!" and just <laughs> lasers like, "Catch this!" Oh, if I was script, there would also be not a single game in the entire season for any team that wouldn't go to overtime. <laughs> oh yeah, every single game would go to would go to OT or the score would be fifty every time. Mm-hmm. No score would be like, or like it'd be the fifty for fifty or it's like scores three zero. That's it. No two zero. <laughs> just two zero and that's just it. Defensive shutout. Just defensive shutout. That's like the Rams. Uh, Rams like twenty to eighteen, but it's all safeties. This <laughs> is eight safeties to ten safeties. It's just like you wish they would figure it out. <laughs> when you get close to the end zone, just punt it, please. Get out of there. It's not safe. That's like the Rams Patriots Super Bowl. People say it was one of the most boring Super Bowls ever, but then people try to say like, well, it's just a really great offense meets a really great defense. I'm like, I don't really care, bro. I was bored. I want to see. 30 to 30. I want to see these shootouts that we had yesterday. Mm-hmm. Just wild stuff going on. I want to see a fourth and 20. Yeah. Well, and I think there's some types of, I don't, I mean, like, I think even like defensive, like, like games that are really defensive. There's mm-hmm. also, sometimes they can be much more exciting than yeah. others. Oh yeah. Where it, there, you can tell the difference. If you're watching a game, mm-hmm. there's a big difference between the defense playing really good versus oh, yeah. the offense. Just like, not oh, yeah, just doing, yeah. Just like doing if it's three and outs where they're just like, they're just dropping yeah, the ball, passes, whatever. Yeah. Then it's like, yeah, that's boring, boring, bad football to watch. But if it's like three and outs because 
uh aaron donald or like max crosby oh, yeah. in your backfield mm -hmm. and getting like three sacks that oh game, yeah that, that's the, those are the more cool ones for sure like i would rather see like uh like going down the field and then we get a big sack for like 10 yards rather than like incomplete incomplete punt i'm like yeah oh, or incomplete, incomplete punt i'm like that's boring give me the oh they're driving they're driving oh max crosby in the backfield like, that's what i live for it was the stadium was pumping because of it also little john was there and Derek said he uh, locked eyes with him. He said he got more scared than actually playing the Chargers. <laughs> well, he was scared of Lil John, yeah. or he was scared to do bad in front of Lil John. He was scared. I like to do bad in front of Lil John. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't want to disappoint you. Derek said as he's running out of the tunnel, the only thing he, he can think of is okay. <laughs> <laughs> Which also, Derek, that video of you running out of the tunnel—that was so heat for no reason, bro. Like running through the uh, cheerleaders, that was so clean. Oh yeah, when you start doing that at the at the beginning of podcast, it's gonna be us like running into the oh, studio. Yeah. Yeah. Just hype him. It's Tyler going now introducing <laughs> no butcher. <laughs> <laughs> like fall out of the ceiling or something comes oh, come ziplining yeah. in. We get like a little WE ring and we just stand it the whole time. I'll just we'll just keep have the mic like this and I'll pass it. Come back and we'll pass it. Just flame at each other the whole time. That's good. Oh, that could be good. That instead of doing these mics, we have mics that are hanging down, yeah. just hanging down to the <laughs> yeah. ceiling and bring it. And Bruce Buffer just comes in. <laughs> Dude, the fact that they can get that man to do the Raider games is also really sick. Like he comes in and goes, there, it's time. It's so clean, bro. Hey, not as clean as I would do it if they let me get that mic. I go, I guess ready? <laughs> Raiders. Yeah, oh, uh, we got a game today. <laughs> uh, too good. Like this. I already get the thumbs up ready, bro. I keep, I keep that thing on me. Oh, you're just always stuck with a thumbs up no matter what. Like, oh, he's really happy. It's like one time when uh, I broke this pinky uh -huh. and they had to stick it to this one or something. So it was always sticking out. It was like oh, you, I was, I was always doing a shaka every time. That's, that's kind of heat though. <laughs> it, it worked out. It was, it was right when I like moved to the beach sort mm -hmm. of. So I just always, out. Just I just always in a shaka. I thought, wow. People yelling at you. <laughs> Your mom's like, hey, can you take out the trash? <laughs> I got you. <laughs> I got you. No, don't worry about it. <laughs> For no reason. <laughs> um, another thing about the Giants and Dave Yellman and that whole situation, we had a little inside information from us, from one of the boys, right? We got an inside sneak peek. Well, what's happened with Joe Judge? Because I think a lot of people are wondering, you know, what's all my chair is squeaky, bro, for no reason. Uh, what, like, what the deal is with Joe Judge? Uh, he's had two seasons now, less than stellar seasons, right? Kind of controversial. He, he came in with the. Like the uh, the like the mentality of we're gonna be like a blue collar team is what he called it. I think we're gonna be like tough in the trenches and we're gonna be tough on the O line and that's not really happened, right? Our O line's like ranked thirtieth or something, it's ranked one of the worst in the league. So that's already that one's checked off, you know what I'm saying? But now what our boys told us is that the Giants are gonna Joe Judge is supposed to meet with them, tell them his plan of who he wants to hire, what his plan is going forward with the draft and stuff, and they're gonna assess if that aligns with their like with like their plan for the team if it doesn't they're gonna move on if it does they're gonna keep him for another year yeah i, th I mean i think that's a smart thing to do honestly oh, yeah. because i don't i mean i gotta imagine that hap maybe something like that happens behind closed doors yeah. for a lot of these situations mm -hmm. but when you have a coach that like obviously the record's not where you want it to be yeah. but also you're thinking about like why you brought him in and all this stuff that mm -hmm. it makes sense to not just be like oh record's bad but yeah. instead to be like okay like is is anything going to change or are we just going to oh, yeah. keep keep having four or five win seasons or yeah whatever? are we just going to be like dead in the water or is, is this going somewhere because i i can understand having a bad year or two to you know to even though that's a long time in the eyes of fans right but yeah i think sometimes like these owners they're going to be here for like way longer than any coach or GM, right? So they have, they're thinking years and years ahead. They're not thinking just this season, right? So they got, they got to think, is this leading us somewhere or is this just going to paddle out and then we got to move on again? Which I also get why the Giants, like I even heard that um, the Mara family, which who owns the, who owns the Giants right now, I, I've also heard that like, they're more skeptical to get rid of the coach because they've had so many like a coaching carousel and they think that like looks bad upon them if they keep getting coaches in and out but if a coach isn't working a coach isn't working yeah well and that's why it's tough to because you have some teams i mean that that's like the raiders for a while yeah. I, I mean in the past 20 years have had over 10 mm -hmm. i think like there's been like something like 10 or 12 coaching changes yeah in, just in the past 20 years since their last super bowl mm -hmm. and it's like I, I mean, 
most of those guys were not there for very long yeah but but there's some guys where you think i mean i don't know that any of them were that guy but you it's like mm -hmm. maybe we just eat a losing season for one year and yeah. then, or one or two years and maybe that's what it takes to kind of yeah it's what it takes to yeah. kind of get going but then instead you end up just having a lot of losing teams because yeah. you're just always a carousel mm -hmm. but then also i think there's sometimes where you just know right away you're yeah, like no the, this is just clearly not gonna that's, work that's that's what the uh that's what the dolphins like are saying that happened with uh with brian flores like they they had a winning record they went nine and eight but they just said that his direction that they were taking the team isn't what they wanted it to be yeah well that's interesting they said it like it wasn't even really like on the field yeah. like coaching decisions it was more they just like they, yeah, just couldn't they match. Just vibe in yeah, like I think I like we're watching Info Network downstairs, and I think they were saying he they had to choose between the GM and him, like who they were mm -hmm. going to pick, because the GM had one plan and Flores had another plan, and obviously the GM holds more power. But like as the Dolphins, I'm like we haven't been that good lately. I I would see the nine and eight season as like a like we're getting somewhere, but I guess they have other ideas for what they want. Well, it's also weird when you have teams where it feels like it's tough to. I don't know. I mean, I mean. The Dolphins are a weird one to me because it feels like they just won't commit to stuff. Like yeah, they're, they're yeah. not even committed to Tua, so how yeah, are they which is the, to a, for a like coach how, or three years we've heard tank for Tua, and then we they get Tua, well, and now it's like is Tua the guy? Well, I think it's like I'm. I mean, at some point you need. I think Tua. Like I, I don't understand why they're not just giving Tua like give Tua the reins and see yeah, what happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh -huh. like instead, you're like. When, when you express that you're like oh i don't know i don't know is two of the guy yeah. oh maybe if deshaun watson can play we'll go for him or whatever it's yeah. like at some point it, it's the like uh, like everybody says two quarterbacks means you have no quarterbacks yeah but i think even just like when you have one quarterback and then you're telling him like oh you might not be our guy i think you've got like no quarterback yeah you He's got no gonna... quarterback if you don't trust him and if you're like if all this stuff's coming out like well even with the niners when that stuff came out where they said um I can't remember the Niners GM right now, but they remember he accidentally liked the tweet of like trade Jimmy, and he said he accidentally liked it while he's in church. Mm -hmm. Like even as if Jimmy hearing that stuff, hearing all these rumors, the the media people like the media uh, guys asking me in interviews, "Have you heard the trade rumors?" Like that's tearing me from the team. Like that's being like, dude, like they don't want me here. Like all these rumors are coming out. Some of them have to be true, right? Like it can't all just be noise. Yeah, I mean, I think that's why like some people. Uh, I don't know. I, th I think some players do a lot better job than others at that because some players probably let that motivate them yeah. to where they're like, okay, I want to like, like now I'm playing with a chip on my shoulder. Yeah. I think that's what we see. Aaron Rodgers, obviously that's different. It wasn't that the Packers said, oh, we w we're going to trade you if you play bad or whatever. Yeah. It was a completely different scenario. But him disagreeing with his, um, with, with, the, with the, Green Bay organization yeah. motivated him to have a really great season. I mean, yeah. he always has mm -hmm. great seasons, but you see him motivate him like that. But then there's other players where it's like, you see if, if they don't have like the full, the full faith and trust in the organization, yeah. then it's just like, I mean, it's, it's easy to lose motivation in that yeah. way. Cause yeah. if you're not, if your own people don't like you, then it's like, Oh, this is, <laughs> this is a sucky situation to be in. Yeah. Like we've seen like three different things we've seen, like we've seen with Aaron Rodgers, like you said, where that kind of pissed him off. Right. And then he wanted to show everybody we've seen with Tua where that kind of like just kind of hurts him. Right. And he's like feeling like his team doesn't even love him. And then we've seen of like Derek, when they ask him about the, all these trade rumors and stuff where he's just, like, I don't even listen to him. I don't even care about him. Like we've seen three different ways of handling it and three different like scenarios where that leads. Yeah. But I think, well, I think the difference with the Raiders is that it's, I mean, Raiders fans talking about yeah, it, that's but true. that's a lot different when it's the organization. Yeah. Or, yeah. Cause then it's, I mean, there's, always fan no matter what there's fans that have oh yeah there's fan opinions about it doesn't whatever. matter who you are like there's gonna be fans that want you gone or don't like you yeah but two i don't even know that it's hurt i think to a i mean they just haven't like committed well i don't know that it's that they haven't committed but like they just haven't let him play yeah, <laughs> yeah. like like you need to if you want him to play well then give him yeah a, give him a full season where he's the one mm. playing like honestly like he like trey lance his situation's sketchy, but he's in a better spot than Tua. Is like Trey hasn't been thrown in for three games and then taken out and then thrown in another game, taken out. Tua's been you're the starter, you're not the starter, you're the starter, you're not the starter. Just let the man cook a little. Just bit. let it, let him cook because the Dolphins last year were taking that man out mid drive. Remember that it was mid drive and they swapped him out. Like he had one bad throw or uh, one bad throw, one bad drive, and like up oh, and fits uh, fits Magic's hand. Well, and that's that's the when you're in a really weird situation where I mean, no offense to. The, uh, or no offense to Fitzpatrick, but yeah. the 
but he obviously wasn't going to be the long wasn't going to be the guy the yeah. long term future in Miami mm -hmm. and so it's like what are you accomplishing when you already you have a losing season mm -hmm. and like essentially you're just using this as a year to build up to a for future yeah. years but instead you're you're yanking him in order to try to hopefully win this one game yeah like at what long-term cost yeah like and then say that plan worked and you make the playoffs then what's your plan are you going to stick with one or are you going to keep that same philosophy are you going to keep switching them out depending on how the game's going but that's got to mm -hmm. be rough uh, like rhythm has to be important in football games i i can't not believe that it's important like i can't believe i like there's no way that you can go in get pulled out and then hop right back in you know what i'm saying yeah well that's why i'm thinking like even with the raiders like they obviously uh have been using marcus mario yeah, lately which i think is a good thing I, I love it you bring him in for you bring him in for like one or maybe two plays to drive yeah. but imagine if you're like oh you're yeah you're just like oh let's make this a marcus mario to drive yeah then it's like okay that's mm -hmm. weird that you, yeah <laughs> to just like take Derek out for a drive yeah. have marcus in that whole drive and then have Derek in the next drive that's just not gonna oh work. yeah like those work like the Derek, like the Derek and marietta works the drew Brees and the Taysom hill worked mm -hmm. those type of quarterback situations work the one where you have two legitimate starting quarterbacks those do not work yeah well because that's even you're that's different when you have like Marcus a, Mariota is like like it's a different scheme. He, he's running or like he's yeah, different. He's yeah. obviously more mobile than Derek. Yeah, and then Taysom Hill is it's more way more mobile than Drew Brees. A completely yeah. different style than Drew Brees. Mm -hmm. So when you but you wouldn't bring in like oh two pocket passers or whatever. Yeah, yeah, that, you, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, well, I think along those same lines, I think it'll be really interesting to see in the playoffs whether um do you think Trey Lance is going to see the ball much or is it mostly just a I think I I think it's too late to throw Jim, or to throw Trey in there. It's got to be Jimmy G's, mm -hmm. like, at least his last shot at it. Because, like, we've heard all year that, like, like we've heard rumors of who they're looking for, like, and stuff like that, or the quarterback and stuff. And we've, like, heard that they believe they have a quarterback-ready roster. And we've even heard stuff where they don't know if, like, they don't think Jimmy G's the guy and they don't think Trey's ready yet. So they, they even sound like sometimes that they want another guy. Like, they want a third dude who's ready right now to take this Super Bowl-ready roster with Kittle and Bosa and all these guys to get them there, and then Trey can come in. Yeah, well, that's what's weird is because a lot of the times it seems like you see, like, in Jacksonville, you've got a great quarterback. Yeah. Uh, in New York with the Jets, you've got a great mm -hmm. quarterback um that are really young and yeah. you're hoping to maybe build up a roster around them yeah but in san francisco you've got a lot of really great yeah, you've weapons, got the roster great stuff, and you're just trying to decide like okay who's our guy yeah which is a completely like different or weird situation to be in where mm -hmm. you've got like what most people say is probably one of the best most that yeah, one of the okay. best tight ends and then a lot of people say is the best tight end in the NFL. And now one of the best dual threat Yeah, and then you've got Debo, Debo Samuel. Yeah, plays running back and wide receiver like he's meant to play both positions. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, okay, if we can get the figure out whether that's Jimmy G, whether that's Trey Lance, yeah. or whether that's somebody else, we need to get that squared away and then yeah. we're real competitors. But Yeah, they have I mean they have people make the argument all the time that tr that um Trent Williams is the best player in football and he like that he's getting up in age and stuff like linemen don't last that long so you got this Super Bowl ready roster we saw them go to the Super Bowl right and they barely like like I, I don't want to blame one guy but right they lost the game on a Jimmy G overthrow right they could have won the game easy remember the Super Bowl uh, uh Jimmy G threw it right over his head and just bounced in the end zone that could have won them the game like they are so close to being ready to win a Super Bowl but now they're in a position where they believe Jimmy G doesn't have like Jimmy G's really talented. I'm not, I'm not gonna say he doesn't have the skill, but they don't have the skill they they the, that they need him to right now. And Trey doesn't have that either right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, I think it'll well even with that uh, Super Bowl against the Chiefs that the 49ers made too. Depending mm -hmm. on what perspective you're coming from, I'm sure like some 49ers fans view it as Jimmy G took us to the Super Bowl, and yeah. then some are like, oh, we made it to the Super Bowl in spite of Jimmy G. Yeah, and he's uh -huh. what made us ultimately not yeah. win it. Mm -hmm. So I mean, there's there's two sides to the coin but, yeah, was, yeah but um yeah and also you never know like grass is greener on the other side or not yeah but you also, never know i mean jimmy g has been when he i remember when he first was playing for mm -hmm. people were like oh he's he like he could potentially replace tom brady yeah was like that was the, that, that was the plan eventually. originally for so him. yeah yeah so it's like i mean he's not this isn't just some like I don't know. I mean, like he's a and, he's a good quarterback. So. And he's a, apparently he's a good guy. He's a good looking guy, Jimmy G. Oh, he, that's for sure. No, yeah, he's for sure. But like, <laughs> oh, you bring up the Patriots is perfect because 
That's why the whole situation went haywire because they had Jimmy G and they had Tom Brady and Tom Brady was like, I'm not going to let you have my backup right now. Like, I'm not going to let you replace me yet. I still have years left in me, which he's proven, right? He's already won. Uh, he might even go back again to the Super Bowl this year. Mm-hmm. So he's like, get this guy out of here. I'm ready to keep playing. And now Jimmy's there and he's like, why is Trey here? And then Aaron Rodgers is there. He's like, why is Jordan Love here? Yeah, well, I think even, I think Jimmy G's just ultimately got to be in the right in the right system with the right coaching, yeah. whether that's the 49ers or not. I think, I mean, I think he has shown that he can be successful, obviously. It, yeah. Regardless of what you think about like, oh, he wasn't enough to win the Super Bowl or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like he's the quarterback that got you to that Super Bowl. So. I, I would be very shocked if he's still a Niner at the end of the season, like going into next season. I mean, I think there's no way that him and Trey Lance both can. There's no way. <laughs> like they have to pick. Yeah. Well, and it'd be wild if they say Trey's the one we have to move on from. Like that would. Yeah, after that, Trey didn't even get a play. No, really. we, they would, the Niner fans would burn that place to the ground. Yeah, if they spent their first round pick on somebody oh, that they, essentially didn't get a play really. Yeah, that's that's more of the Raider type of thing to do. The draft guys who just made it in the first round. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I like... There is gonna. There's an open spot on the Saints roster, probably. You know, at quarterback, which Jimmy G could potentially fill. Like, there's gonna be. Yeah, I mean, I I think it'll be, it's there. really interesting to see what'll what'll happen with quarterbacks this offseason because there's a lot of. I mean, you've got places that need quarterbacks. Pittsburgh's gonna need one. Yeah, we got dudes stuck in purgatory like Deshaun then, Watson. And you've also got guys that came out of nowhere and are showing promise, like Mills and Houston. yeah, Mills and Zane. Yeah. Like, oh, should we move? Either he's getting signed somewhere else mm-hmm. or he's going to... Dad was a little sad because he broke uh, his rookie season passing record in the last game. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, but then Dad said it took him 18 games to do it, so he was a little, <laughs> a little better. Because <laughs> there's a little bit of an asterisk. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, and then you've also even got Russell Wilson. People are talking about yeah. him maybe not being in Seattle next year. So I don't know. lots of different revolving quarterbacks this offseason. What do you think, think is the better offseason, NBA or NFL? It's got to be NBA, right? In terms of like what's more exciting, yeah, more exciting. I think NBA because yeah, be NFL speedy. you don't. Well, one could make an argument that the Rams are one, but you don't really see super teams. Yeah, that's true. Um, it's it's easier to fill a roster of five than it is fifty two or whatever it is in the NFL. Yeah, fifty three. Fifty three. Out of one. You forgot about me. I'm oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> Facts. <laughs> the, but NBA, you do see these big trades and stuff like way more frequently than you do in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and no NBA offseason is always really interesting because. Especially when you've got guys that are pat when guys get up past their prime, mm-hmm. then you're like they just start going to random teams. Yeah, <laughs> and then yeah. you end up with teams yeah. like the Lakers, where mm-hmm. you've got just like Mello and all these guys that are just coming. Well, in. You think a part of it is? Do you think NBA players have more say and sway in their team than NFL players do? Probably, right? Um, like, who do you think has more say in the organization? You think LeBron, or do you think Tom Brady has more say? Like in terms of what goes on, in terms of what goes on, like trade, like trade and stuff like that, it's got to be LeBron, right? Yeah, I think so. Well, and also, I mean, it's the difference between, for one, you're one of five people on the court at yeah. a time versus mm-hmm. one of eleven people on the field at a time. So, you individually make more more of an obvious impact. I think. Yeah, I think so. Because you're just one of you're just one of fewer guys. Yeah, and I think that translates to like off the court stuff too. Mm, and I I also think that. Sometimes, like, NFL fans are really, like, vibrant and, like, passionate about, like, teams as a whole. And but sometimes I think NBA fans are more passionate about, like, specific players. Like, specific players can get what they want to say out. You know what I'm saying? Like, with, like, players like, like, uh, certain players like Crusoe. Like, everyone's really focused on him, right? Whenever he says something, all, millions of people are going to know about it. No one's really going to hear if, like, a Brandon Parker or something says anything on the Raiders. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, I think that's just a number of just, just, just numbers, numbers of how many people yeah. there are. I also think it's interesting that in the NBA, I think NBA has got to be the league where it's most common for people to, before being a fan of a team, they're a fan Pick of a, a player, player yeah. which is really interesting to me because you don't really see that. I mean, maybe you see that with like a couple players in the NFL. Yeah. Maybe you have some people that are just Brady fans mm-hmm. or whatever. But for the most part, that's really just a just like an NBA thing where people are like, Oh, oh! You're a Lakers fan now. Oh, well, I'm just a LeBron fan, so I follow him wherever he goes. Yeah. Or, oh, we I'm have some of those in our a, friend group. I'm just a Brody fan. So it's, <laughs> there it was right there. You got so it. I, but I mean, I I guess that's a form of loyalty. So, uh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. So it's not just like choosing wherever. Yeah, whatever team. Which good. is all. Yeah. You, sometimes, like if you're a fan like that, you do like those fans easily uh, can fight off the bandwagons easier. You know what I'm saying? Just saying, I'm a fan of this guy. Wherever he goes, I go. 
instead of just being like, like I'm a fan of uh, the like the Heat. Oh, now I'm a fan of the Lakers, like stuff like that. And then they're like, wait a minute. Yeah, but also it's like, I, I mean, it probably depends on the player. Because if you, if you're a fan of just like some random player and you follow him wherever he goes, then yeah, whatever. But if like you're like, like, oh no, I'm just a fan of LeBron, the player who has been. The, the greatest, greatest player, player yeah. in the NBA for, <laughs> for however yeah, long. two decades now. And, like, championships following wherever he mm-hmm. goes. Like, oh, yeah. nice. <laughs> <laughs> just a fan of LeBron. Wherever he goes, I go. And that, and those chips are my yeah, chips. Yeah, so you just, like, never see it. I think the only time he's, like, not been in the playoffs in a super long time was his first year in L.A. It's yeah. like, oh, you just are always watching a postseason team. It's good. <laughs> Which has to be, like, amazing, right? If you're, if you're a fan, like, I'm only a Tom Brady fan. Like, you're, like, only getting... <laughs> Yeah. like Super Bowls and stuff and all these other fans like dang bro we've been struggling for a minute like that was me like again with Dave Gettleman he inherited the team right after like post Super Bowl era like post Super Bowl Giants right he got the now let's rebuild it up right and let's try to go back because they went from like they won the Super Bowl as a wild card which is sick and that like makes me excited to watch the Raiders play and stuff like that but uh like they won the Super Bowl as a wild card and then it went downhill really quick like we had a losing record i think the very next season and it hasn't been up since then which is wild yeah i mean i think yeah i mean stuff just happens yeah it's just life i guess <laughs> you just bro. get different coaches yeah. different quarterback i mean there's a lot of just mm-hmm. stuff that needs to be worked out i mean even e- even before that Eli Manning yeah. i mean won a Super Bowl, obviously, but it's not like his whole career. He was just no, dominant. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he finished with 500, right? Yeah, he finished like at 500. Like yeah, his last so game determined if he was 500. So it's not like there, were, there weren't like bumps in the road oh, to yeah. get to a Super Bowl. No, it, was rough, it was rough in New York for a minute. Yeah, so. I don't know. Hey, that, that's just life, I guess. Sometimes you got to have ups and downs. <laughs> There's no roller coaster like this, is there? How long do you think you can coach in the NFL or in like uh, – like college football like like do you think these guys can go till they're like 70 uh how old do you think nick saban is right now because <laughs> you said that like he's very far from nah, 70 I'll say he's, and i think you're well i guess is he 56 <laughs> no he's way older than that oh man he's 70 he's 70 straight up <laughs> yes <laughs> 70? Yes. He, he looks great for being 70, though. That means looking good. I Yeah, the yelling keeps him in shape. Oh, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, you know, like, nowadays the NFL is moving to more, like, younger guys and stuff. But then you have, like, these, like, rare guys that, like, like Bill Belichick and, and like, Nick Saban in college football who are these then older guys and they're still kicking it. People thought the game was going to advance and move past them, but they've advanced with it. No, but I, th- I mean, I don't think – I think the reason people tend to think that is because, like, like Sean McVay has creative, really creative yeah. play calling and approach, mm-hmm. and part of that's maybe because he's young. But you also see, I mean, you can't be a successful like it's not like Bill yeah. Belichick is not creative just because he's old. Yeah. Like you can still be a. I, I don't know. I mean, especially if you find a winning kind of not not winning method, but like like Nick Saban's thing has always been like how to not just be successful or like get successful mm-hmm. but stay successful and like yeah. stay dominant. And obviously, he's been able to do that. Yeah, but. it's crazy that like uh, you can make this like school in Alabama, like where everybody wants to go to football. But then we talk about how the South like loves football, so it's a big part. And you don't need to be in Los Angeles, right, where there's beaches and stuff. You can be in Alabama, and people are gonna want to come and play for you. Like everyone who has hopes going to the NFL, probably on their first mind is like, I want to go to Alabama, unless you grow up like Hunter, who grew up in Carolina and stuff like that, and they wanted to go play for their hometown team. Well, I mean, even I mean, Clemson has been a great football team for a long time. Yeah. So you see certain, uh, which I think that that'll be interesting to see if that changes soon. Because for the past, uh, for the past few few years and a little while, it's been SEC, ACC schools are just dominant yeah. in college football. Mm-hmm. Um, not only is it just like only Power Five schools, but it really it's like almost a Power Two. That it's just like these there's yeah. these two conferences. Well, actually, that's not true. Uh, Ohio State and uh, Michigan are have been doing really well in the Big 12. <laughs> but, <laughs> but it'll be interesting to see like um like if the Pac-12 gets better and we mm. see like California teams yeah. up there. But, I mean um, USU with uh their head coach signing like people like they might go back to the glory days, right? Where U- USC mm-hmm. is like a dominant school. Yeah. Like in like Reggie Bush's time. Like that was wild to watch. Not at Fresno State, we they're still going What's that? When I say that with tears in my eyes. <laughs> There's some. There's good as all of him. We got, uh, I think, 
they just said that Fresno's playing Michigan at Michigan, but they gave it 2024. Like they're going to Michigan, which is wild. And we might have to pull up to that game. You know, it's two years away, but that game's going to be sick. <laughs> you know, it's going to be awful. It, it would be um, even more noteworthy if you said Michigan was pulling up to Fresno. Yeah, but none of these teams ever want to pull up to Fresno, and I, I no. understand. <laughs> like, you see, like, no shot they're pulling up to Fresno. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No. Like, these schools aren't coming, bro. And do you know how much money uh, how much money Fresno probably gets? Well, maybe not. Fre- I don't know. You see these little schools that play against big schools. Oh, they get paid a lot? They some Yeah, like, that's, yeah. that's the reason why you see, like, these little schools that lose by 70 to Alabama, mm-hmm. sometimes they're making the Duffy off of it. Oh, if, if, so, if so I'm making the Duffy, so I'll get blown out. I don't care. It's like you're sending your boys over there to get slaughtered, but you're getting money for your program. <laughs> yeah, but, but so. that, like, uh, the head of the football program is like, yes. <laughs> He's like, good. <laughs> not going to fire me, bro. <laughs> I'm getting the Duffy. We're cheesing. I'm just, I'm handing the school however million dollars, and we just take an L once a week. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> it's not hard. Um, let me fix my chair so it's not squeaking. There no, it's talking to squeak. Yeah. You got to grab a different one or spray with WD-40 next time. <laughs> Just real quick. Uh, we're not going to talk about uh, playoff predictions because we got stuff coming, right? I think this week. Yeah, we I think have- on Wednesday we're hoping to drop. We're going to go through each and every uh, playoff matchup of this week and give our little predictions. And, and we're going we're, we're to go through hell for you boys. <laughs> yeah. It'll be a good one. You just wait, bro. That's, it's going to be wild. But uh, as soon as he... T- I guess you could say there's going to be some hot takes. Oh, oh, oh. that's really good. You, you can see some spicy stuff going on. Well, wait a minute. <laughs> but I would say, like, we say it every week, the stuff the Raiders have gone through to now make it to the playoffs for the first time since 2016 is still amazing to me. I'm, I'm very proud of these boys for, like, fighting all this, for all this long. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, out of all the, out of all the Raiders seasons that they have obviously not made the playoffs, mm-hmm. uh, this year they've ha- they've gone through a yeah, lot. Yeah, they've so. gone through them, uh, so much. It it's even crazy to me that like they went through all that and they they got to the playoffs by themselves. They didn't need another team to get them in there. They went out there and they won the game they needed to win to put them in by themselves. Yeah, I mean, I think it's yeah. It, I mean, obviously you just. At the end of the day, you want to get into the playoffs, yeah. but for it to come down to winning, you're in feels yeah. like a very. I mean, that that feels much more like um, where that season, or, where that season was headed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And especially if you were to go back four or five weeks ago mm-hmm. and tell Raiders fans like that we'd be in the playoffs. To, well, I mean, just tell Raiders fans like, oh, you just need to win this one game and you're in. Yeah, then, like like they wouldn't be tripping that. Uh, that the Ravens didn't be the Steelers. Yeah. Like yeah, to yeah. be to be uh where we were at however long ago and yeah. then be like, oh, we just need to beat the Chargers that one time we're in the playoffs. It's yeah. Like, like Yeah, it's just amazing to me how hard they fought and like having guys like Josh Jacobs who's doing amazing recently, right? Like he, his he's running like how he used to run. You know, he's actually he's making people miss. He had I think the most he had like eleven missed tackles this game, which is more than his past three games combined. Like he's doing great. And, it's hard because the Raiders really stick to the inside zone, like run left, run right. They don't really mix it up. But that draw they did for like 20 yards at the end of the game was kind of was kind of clean, I'm not going to lie. And mixing it with Marcus, like getting Marcus more involved, that's great. Darren Waller back, that's great. Zay Jones, all these guys. Hunter, who just like, I think Hunter broke the record, right, for receptions. I think Derek broke the passing record. Carlson broke the record for like most kicks. He's perfect. And you all heard it all last night during the uh, commentary, it sounds like. But he's perfect in Legion Stadium. Like, these boys got some fighting them, and the defense is playing well. Mm-hmm. Will Compton uh, had an assist on a fumble on special teams. You know, it's all going perfectly to plan. It's beautiful. I just start balling my eyes out. <laughs> Anything else to say? Drug test John Morant. <laughs> oh, yes, bro. Check, check John Morant's uh, sneakers for springs <laughs> or something. Those, that block it in that. He's been drinking Red Bull growing wings. I don't know. Something. <laughs> nice. something. Man's about as ready to hop <laughs> over the hop over the basket. <laughs> Dude, you're so sad. Like, hop over, you're like slowly He's going to be up there blocking shots with his feet or something. <laughs> Imagine just like going up the dog and just seeing a dude's feet rise. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> See his feet slowly rise to the ceiling. Hey, what's good, bro? He's gonna be jumping up so high he has to like reach down. To, <laughs> yeah, to, to he has to tap it. it on his foot just to get in there. Hey, those basketball boys. Oh, I remember when uh, I think I think you watched the story or like everybody saw the story that like you guys went 
to a park to play basketball and some dude said oop or he said oop oh to me. yeah no that was the that was the like crazy that, that was the worst thing ever there, there were so many signs that was gonna be bad I mean, there, there were three of us that we were we were looking for just like a basketball hoop mm-hmm. um so we found this one park and there were three of us playing and these two two guys about our age pull up and they're like hey want to play a pickup game and we we're like uh sure but there i mean there's five of us so i guess we'll just have like one sit out or rotate or something and we should have known it was bad when they said no it's fine <laughs> we said, no, no we'll do 2v3 it's fine <laughs> and it was just not even close I, like maybe two points into the game one of them has the ball the other is running towards it and i hear the words oop it <laughs> he, he said oop it oop it to me i said no i, I said a hey, good game will you guard him or no not after that. Not, not after I hear, hear the word "upe." I'm not trying to. Get upe, I'm, I'm, I'm immediately stopping. And I'm walking off the court. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm, I'll make it fair. We do two v two. I was walking off the yeah, court. Like, oh, we'll, we'll do two v two. Imagine what the group chat would have been like that day if you would have got ooped on like, at the park though for no reason. There'd have to be cameras somewhere. Like people would have to run out. You would, have, and you're like, if you got ooped on, would your head be like, "This has to be Uncle Drew"? <laughs> like, no, I, I swear, it was like one of those things where like youtubers pull up and they're like secretly really yeah, good players yeah, and they yeah. like dress up as like you're like, like oh nerd hooping at the park or whatever oh, and yeah. they're just like spider-man hooping it's, it's just like, <laughs> like this guy's gotta be lebron bro it's gotta be <laughs> i was like no you're at least in the g league or something if, I, if I if i heard that y'all got your ankle snatched too i would have pissed my pants <laughs> like you would have snapped it and fell over best day of my life <laughs> <laughs> And me getting the ball just pulled up from three every time just because I don't want to get exposed for anything else. Like, <laughs> just please. <laughs> I'm like, I don't want to hold the ball for longer than I have to. It's like a hot potato. Yeah, if you had to one if you have to just one on one you get into the basket or no? No. <laughs> you did one dribble, you dang. And they're not moving, bro. It's not moving an inch. I, I whip out like the one move that I have in my arsenal and be like, oh, didn't bite on that one. <laughs> He's not even looking at the ball. He's looking at you right in the eye, so here we go. <laughs> I just looked at the ball once, just locked on. <laughs> well, it's like, you know, the little mover that like bounce off your forehead. If they, <laughs> if somebody ever hits you with that, are you never playing basketball again? No, but that's got to make you so mad. That's got to be like, we got to fight, dude. <laughs> you can't do that to me. And I I hate the videos because they do it and there's like a crowd of people. Like, oh, I would legit, I would want to die, dude. Oh, no. Well, that's like, um, I think one or two years ago, I was a referee for just like the city parks and rec department. Mm-hmm. I was a basketball ref oh. for... Uh, like kindergartners or first graders. Don't tell me they're hooping. You, you would think they wouldn't be hooping. <laughs> <laughs> they were snatching, bro. This is up and up and slow. So it's just these all these like blonde little white beach kids playing basketball. <laughs> and but, it was cooking, but every, bro. But everyone saw. There was this one kid. He played on the Lakers because they all had. Oh, they had the they, team they names. Yeah, teams. okay. Like, like little league baseball. He was just way too clean with it. <laughs> <laughs> it's the worst. Be, like there were some kids. Listen, if you think the skill gap when you're in like high school or something, the skill gap when you're in first grade, there are some kids that don't know how to dribble. They're just running up and down yeah, the court. Uh-huh. And then there were some that were just pulling up from three. I was like, how is that happening? But it's, it's the worst when they go, oh, I'm, and they say a player's name, like Derek's kids, like I'm playing football. And they go, oh, I'm uh, Bo Jackson. I'm like, how do you know that name? <laughs> and, then he, I'm like, are you, and then he runs over, oh, you are Bo Jackson. <laughs> the guy pulls up, he's like, all right, well, I'm Steph Curry. He's like, what? <laughs> All right, I'm AI. What's going on? Well, that's like when OBJ first made his catch, and everybody was saying like, "Oh, OBJ to me, OBJ." Oh yeah, to me. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> what if you're Vontae's perfected? Like, yeah. like, what? That's like I, I told a story before with a kid shot in the basket, and he said, "Luca." I was like, "What? <laughs> like, what's good, bro?" <laughs> this is the move. Matt, what would be the worst name to hear a little kid walk up to you uh, and say, "I'm blank." Like, who's about play sport? <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Yeah, I'm Kareem Hunt. Oh, okay. <laughs> Would he snatch you? He's uh, that move that he's doing right there. It's gonna be the, de- me. <laughs> be the deadliest move ever.